It didn't create like careers, like <laughs> literally for other Dude, artists. You were so right. This album literally created careers. Yeah. For artists. Yeah. Damn. That that weren't Damn. there that weren't there beforehand. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Welcome back, everybody, to the Soul Serum Podcast. I am your Reggie Cotta <laughs> host, Clay Bonine. I am joined by my I'm your brother <laughs> co-host Tanner Mavis. And we are back. Merry Christmas, everybody. Tanner, we gotta talk about something very important today. It has been two whole years since Playboy Cardi dropped his polarizing, aggressive, rage-inducing, long-awaited project, Whole Lot of Red. Feels like yesterday. It really does, man. It is It is aged like fucking fine wine. It yeah. is so good still. Um, I want to take some time today to examine what the rap game was like before he dropped the general reception of the album upon its release and the footprint and aftermath of Whole Lot of Red. Mm-hmm. So let's go back in time here because, you know, context is important. Uh, shout out to the Genius.com contributors on the Whole Lot of Red page. I was going to type out a whole pre Whole Lot of Red uh, timeline, but they just fucking have it all right here. So that's fine. Thank you all. Appreciate that. Uh, stop me at any point where I'm reading this if you want to talk about a certain moment okay. in here. So Cardi's first announcement the first time the term whole lot of red gets announced is in 2018 uh it was during a recording of cardi uh that surfaced uh in which he first says whole lot of red spring of 2019 cardi then uh says that virgil abloh is going to be the creative director of the album in summer of 2019 the fader does a cover story for cardi where he says the album has guest appearances from trippy red and gunna production from pierre molly raw uh don cannon among other people bro he must have thrown that whole shit away he threw the whole fucking <laughs> thing away dude none of that exists none. like none of that shit exists <laughs> And then during a performance in 2019, and I remember this video, Cardi announces that he's going to release the album within 60 days. He says, and I quote, I'm trying to drop that shit in the next 60 days. I ain't going to lie. It feel like we worked too hard for this moment. So I'm going to do this shit with no features. Great, Cardi. Yeah. 60 days later, not a fucking thing. It's fucking it's yeah. dry out there. After that, though, is one of the first times that me and you have an interaction with each other, the Soul Serum House Show. Yeah. And you were dressed up for Halloween as a clown. Yeah. Right? What? And what did your shirt say? My shirt said, still no whole lot of red or something <laughs> like that. And just, I was a clown for thinking that it was coming. We were all clowns, man. I think it's important to, like, note that within all of this, like, Cardi is also, like, tweeting stuff. There's in, you know, real Cardi fans are are looking at every movement on the Internet. And I mean, it felt real. Yeah. Like it really felt like Cardi was going to give us that album long before he did. 100 percent. 2020 happens on April 16th of 2020. He releases at me at me, which received 
kind of yeah. eh, reception. Iffy. It's okay. What which video did we talked about that in our one-off singles yeah. video? I think we gave Not it a B. Not my favorite Cardi song. Yeah, I think we gave it a B. And then finally, at, at this point, at this point, I'm like, all right. Yeah, fuck this shit. Like, we're not gonna get this fucking album. Yeah. Like, I, I don't want it anymore. Uh, no, I wouldn't like that. But like, could, I was just like, we'll get it when we get it. I need to like, I need to stop like, like fucking wanting this album. I guess. Yeah. In uh, well, okay, all right. Here's here's a trivia question for you. How many episodes of the podcast do you think that we have done since a uh, whole lot of red has come out? How many have we done? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, this is just kind of a side note. I meant to ask you this earlier, but I'm just curious. Like, what do you think? Like 60. We've done 80. Holy <laughs> We've shit. We've done over 80 podcasts since Whole Lot of Red came out. That's crazy. It's kind of wild to think about. And we took breaks, too. And we took breaks. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho. Anywho. So on in November uh, of 2020, Cardi shared on Instagram that the album had been turned into his label. <laughs> album finished. Slap. <laughs> but it's the tweet, I think, which is in the podcast where we talk about that. I think it's episode like fucking nine or ten or something is when the uh, he goes on Instagram live and we hear uh, snippet to yeah, New Tank. To New Tank which fucking yeah. rocked my world, shook me. Yeah. And you call it in the podcast because I'm still being super cynical about it. I'm like, I'm like, this shit, you know, like what I'll believe it when I see it, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, it's coming in December, bro. Like it's got to, it has to come in December. And you were right about that. On December 11th, DJ Academics during a live stream uh, says, which is then of course comes on the album where he talks about, um, Kanye West and Matthew Williams of how DJ Academic says it of Givenchy, Givenchy. Uh, um, uh, are going to be the executive producers of this album. And then red graffiti tags start surfacing around the United States uh, with album release dates, uh, which were supposed to be December 14th. We don't get it then. December 21st, a week later, we get the cover art. And motherfucker, four days later, December 25th, 2020, whole lot of red is dropped. Christmas man. Day. Christmas Day. I stayed up. Um, I, I this is always like this is a very fun fact. I stayed for up me. too. So I'm gonna bring it up. I was in the same room as Jack Harlow when I when we listened oh, that's to right. Whole Lot of yeah, Red yeah, for yeah, the first right. time. I we, forgot we talked about this. Yeah, we went I went back to Louisville and we have some mutual friends and we were at the same house. It's just kind of like a funny thing. And you listen like, to it with him? I'm like, we're like uh, it's like fucking 15 of us or 20 of us in a room because we all knew it was coming. And our homie Dan had a huge fucking sound bar, and we're all just like <laughs> Well, we're all uh, we're all more kind of like what is this <laughs> fuck's going on man what's happening i remember like i was on genius looking at the lyrics as we're listening to each song and i'm like i don't know what's going on but i know i like it you know that was my initial reaction to whole lot of red and look we know a lot of y'all change y'all's opinion on the <laughs> album okay i'm gonna just come out and say it right now there's been a lot of revisionist history on how people receive the album a lot of y'all were hating uh, but I can't blame you because it was strange when it came out, yeah. right? What was your first reactions when you were I listening? I thought it was wild. I thought it was, it just shook everything because I think it just, I don't know. I think um, hip hop was just getting to this really, not like complacent, but super uh, trying to recreate past moments and mm. past things. I think that's what Uzi did with Eternal Take. He tried to recreate 
you know, past albums that he had done. Yeah. And I think that's why it Eternal to Take isn't one of his more stronger albums and why he's kind of taken his time more so now mm-hmm. with his approach to music. I agree. Um, but I don't know. It it just it shook me too, bro. Like I I I didn't think we could get even like a crazier um you know like punk type of sound from Cardi because he was already he was already doing it to an extent to where my brain was like this is it but like he took it and like blew the roof off of it like once yeah. again yeah. and took it to a fucking whole different level and let's note here we we kind of like uh hinted towards it earlier but you said something like he deleted all that shit we get this whole lot of red sound because of the Cardi leak culture. I don't even know yeah. how else to explain it. Yeah, but we didn't even get to that. It's like we get die lit, right? In between die lit and whole lot of red, we're getting all these snippets, but people are, it's not just like snippets, it's people stealing songs. Yeah, literally. And we're getting songs that would have been yeah. on like the full, first version fully of mixed and mastered cdqs of songs that cardi would have put out but they yeah. just they were just out for like, so long and it's like what's the point of putting this on an album if yeah. y'all already have 200 songs on a playlist that i was gonna put yeah. out you know like what we've I'm talked saying? about like, it like the kid cuddy snippet in 2019 like that was the biggest song out and it, and it wasn't, wasn't out. out. <laughs> <laughs> so funny, dude. Like, like, everybody knew the song. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we then, because I, I think it's been reported, right? Like Cardi scraps the whole project and then makes the whole lot of red as we know it now within these couple of months. Yeah, it was literally like a, he, apparently uh, he made it within a month of or like right before he yeah. released it All, too. And it, that's what it feels like. He went into that mode that. I think he, I think low key, he had been wait, like he had this idea of whole lot of red Mm -hmm. and he had been waiting for this feeling inside of him to like come to him to where he could create the music that and vibe and feeling that was matching, you know, the idea of whole lot of red was supposed to be. And I feel like he just got in that mode within this month, this streak, this like Mm -hmm. this headspace that he was in after the passing of them. Or yeah. of Bino or some, I think it was Bino. Yeah, um, let me do some research. But here. that's what it feels like. This whole album, like you could tell it was all made within a month, and they were all made in the same sessions. Like this is not this like stacking up of songs over three years. Like this was mm-hmm. all in the same room, all in the same space. Yeah. Um, no, I, I totally agree with you, and I, I think it's kind of important to note that too. Um, this album is a little rough around the edges in, in, in a good way yeah, though. It's you know? extremely impulsive album. I feel yes, like, yes, it's, um, I think we were having this moment. People talk about it a lot with like that initial SoundCloud wave, the low pump smoke perp, uh, kind of moment, but where hip hop goes punk a little bit where it's kind of like, fuck you, fuck the establishment. Like we're going to, if I want to say yeah on a song 82 times, I'm going to say yeah on a song 82 times. Fuck fuck you old heads. And while this album is not punk in that way, it's punk in the sense of like quick songs, get in, get out. Don't think about it too much. Put whatever's in your head into these songs and let's go to the next one. And I love that about it. And there's real aggression. There's real emotion in this. Also, 
I think a lot of people forget that this is the first time that Cardi on some of these songs is, um, I hesitate to use the word lyrical, but is making an attempt to be lyrical or making an attempt to have a song with uh, a lot more themes to it. You know what I mean? In a sense of uh, like, like on the last song, Feel Like Dying. Yeah. It's about the most honest we've ever gotten Cardi on a song. Yep. Right? Like in uh, even Control, it's a Cardi love song. Yeah. And he's like... We've gotten Cardi love songs before. But I feel like this is different, though. This is um, this is the most focused he's ever been on making a song with an idea. You I'm, just, know I'm playing mean? devil's advocate. I'm just True. No, 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 trying I, to make you narrow in on your point. That is fair. No, that's totally <laughs> fair. But I think that's, some, that's, that's one thing that stood out to me on this album, too. Um, yeah, and like I said, when I first listened to it, I knew that I liked it, but I was, like, confused. And then you just keep listening keep listening you're like oh oh he's kind of going crazy <laughs> on this like, nah, i knew he i i got into it like on rockstar made like i was going to the beginning and i heard rockstar made first i'm just like, like this is hard but like i don't know if i see myself listening to like uh -huh. this for a long period of time like i had to be in this right space i'm and he i was like he's kind of like off it, like lyric like offbeat kind of in a way but i was like i don't know but it, it's super raw yeah and i just kept going and i got to stop breathing and went and just list. I listened to what he was saying, and I was like, "Oh my god!" He's like this mode. man is pissed the fuck off. Yes. Like yes, it was infectious. His anger, because like I don't know, all art, you know, is feeling, its mood, mm -hmm. and, and its expression. Mm -hmm. And I think you know, all feelings and all moods, you know, are valid and need to be expressed. Like. And, and through art, because you can anybody can relate to, you know, all the various moods mm -hmm. and, you know, anger is one that like gets you like super hyped up when someone's, you know, especially someone like Cardi. When you feel true anger yeah. coming through like a song, like, you know it. <laughs> I think one thing we haven't said yet that we definitely need to uh, bring up is how abrupt this album was. Before this, there is like little to no rollout. Well, there's no little. I, I was talking about more like the sound of it. Oh yeah, like yeah, the yeah. Sound. No hint of what was that. This was was gonna happen. No, I Cause mean because we, we think it's gonna sound like the leaks. Like we, of course, we, we think, think it's, it's gonna, gonna sound like in the the, in that world. But then we got the new tank <sighs> snippet, and I was like, oh, this is it's gonna be way different than we thought it was gonna Industrial, be. Industrial, gross, like dirty rolled around in the rolled around on the ground yeah. like you know what i mean and and of course after this I, and let me just be clear i'm not saying that cardi started rage music or started the rage beats but before december 25th yeah after december december 25th we get we get the fucking yeah. rage the whole the whole the lane and portal opens up for because of the next the, album literally like i feel like the the new wave and the new underground sprouted because of whole lot of red for real i think so it opened because up a whole new was, lane you said it earlier but rap felt a little stale yeah at the, at the time that this came out um and w in our sofago review by the way go watch that in our sofago review you brought up uh like that the sofago album came out a week before um, a week before this yeah uh, which I just think, which I didn't realize, but I think is really funny in retrospect. It's almost like Sofago was like this bubbling force, and then Cardi was like, 
get the fuck out of the way. Yeah. I'm here. Yeah. It's me. Uh, but I, I agree with you. I think so much of this next underground SoundCloud wave that we get is you can pinpoint it directly yeah. to this album right here. Yeah. Like all of Opium wouldn't be a thing without a whole lot of red. Like and Ken Opium's Carson's sound, Destroy Lonely sound, Homicide Gang sound. Dare I say. Like Yeet too. Dare I say yeet like all the beats that he was hopping on like granted like vocally he's extremely different from cardi but yes. like there's a yes. lot of sensibilities and elements and things that you know Yeet himself will, will tell you that he was a big cardi and uzi fan like, he only wants to work with goats yeah. he only wants to work with uzi cardi yeah. like i forget what that whole quote was but he said something like that um and i, I think that is what we need to keep reminding people about whole lot of red because now that we have lived with it for so long and it has aged so well it, it feels like it's always been at least for me it feels like it's almost always been with us it's always been yeah, a part i of agree us. but but really in that moment it was so out there it was yeah. it was something that i had never experienced from hip-hop much less from Cardi. I mean, in a, in a way, kind of now that I'm thinking about it, in a similar but different way, some of the early Odd Future stuff, yeah. I think, probably made me feel like this because it was it was abrupt in its own way. It was aggressive really in good its point. own way. But to get this from Cardi just felt like, every, like everything shifted. Everything yeah. flipped upside down. 100%. Yeah. And, man... Okay, what did you say you before before we were recording? You put a poll up on Twitter. Yeah, I put a poll up on Twitter like the day after Whole Lot of Red drop, and I said I literally just said Eternal Take or Whole Lot of Red, and like oh, ninety over ninety percent of people voted Eternal Take, and which I I knew that was going to happen because like the, the 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 discourse on Twitter was you know people were saying Whole Lot of Red was trash mm -hmm. and. Uzi's album was better and this and that, which I don't. I knew they didn't mean that because people were also trashing uh, Uzi's album as well. Um, I don't know. It just it, I I knew it was gonna be that way. Yeah, I, I, and I knew this album would grow on people just just from because it dropped during COVID, and I knew as soon as he started performing it live and like videos started like going viral live. I think once the the real moment was when he performed at. Um, Lollapalooza oh, right, right before right before man. Miley Cyrus oh, and Miley Cyrus fans man. got like killed well, not killed but literally but like <laughs> you got, know like 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 figurative, figurative, the figuratively yeah. they had no like they had no idea that was gonna happen like yeah Lollapalooza whoever curated that lineup is fucking dumb as hell for putting <laughs> Cardi before Miley Cyrus like the, the, like I would love to see like 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 a uh the be there and see like the cardio fans on one side and the Miley Cyrus fans on the other. Like that's hilarious. Hindsight is 2020. You would have never done that no, after knowing no. um, what happens, but no, I, I think great point. What is so cool about this album too, is the live performances we get from Cardi afterwards. I think, I think they're actually really important. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what, that's what grew album. the album. That's what grew the album yeah. was the live performance, all the videos, like the stage where it's just flashes of, of like strobe lights or red and like hella smoke. You don't really see Cardi. You just see a, a silhouette of him. And then you see some dude just shredding the guitar <laughs> like live. 
and oh, it's a it's a so it's a sick. full one track like through full through like experience like the the music it has does never it never stops yeah. it's just like transitioning through the guitar yes yes oh, it's just man. a whole live album experience i gotta be honest with you this is gonna sound like some fucking like tiktok commenters shit <laughs> but but they're right about this though is like who in hip-hop has a better live performance than cardi yeah, right now it's hard to say. Kendrick question mark, but I mean that's that's a it's a different. Yeah, it's apples Kendrick, to oranges. Kendrick has a, a like a theater production damn yeah. near. Cardi is going on stage. When we saw him in Highland Heights, he did not say hello. No. He did not say Cincinnati. What's up? No. He did not. He was just like, <laughs> just like <laughs> screaming at us the whole time. Uh, that was also a spiritual experience seeing him. On the first of the month. I know we already did a podcast about it and everything, but seeing him on the first of the month. That, that hit different. Oh, man. That shit was crazy. That's probably like a top 10 day in my life, yeah. I would say. And that was, was like, that, that was literally a year after it had dropped. Like It was yes. like December 1st December of 2021. 1st. So it, mm-hmm. I really feel like it took a year plus for people to come around to, because it's, Bro, it's just music. It's like when something's so out there like this happens and people are just dragging it, saying it sucks. People won't come around to it until other people tell them that it's cool. And then they'll be like, all right, I'll give it another shot. And they start, you know, liking a little bit more about it. Also, listening to familiarity, listening to this lap or listening to this laptop, listening to this album on your laptop with headphones on versus listening to this album on a big speaker with other people. Crazy. Way different experience and also I might even argue how it should be experienced is at the loudest fucking volume. It's the only way to listen to with, it with other people. I don't want I, mean? I don't want to listen to this like I mean, I could listen to it while I'm driving in the car, but like I would need some people in there with me. We're about to go like we're we're, we're heading somewhere to get fucked up or something. That's, that's or we're when heading I listened to a to destination. This, this this was a uh, this was an after work special for me. Like when I'd leave work and I'd just be in a mood to just fucking turn that break, shit up. stop breathing, just. Yeah, it's the only way to play this is at full volume. Yes. Like you can't play this at half volume. Yes, it's the I only agree. way. Um, okay, let's before we wrap this up. Are there any songs or any lyrics on this album that you feel like need to get uh, pointed out, shouted out? Um, um, I think I think Lamborghini parked outside. It's purple like lean. Yeah, and also they thought I was gay. Yes. <laughs> holy shit man i I love that i love that because cardi started posting all those like pictures and people started calling him like a gay vampire and da 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 and he was like oh y'all want to call me a gay vampire guess what bitch i am they thought i was gay like and he just fully went for the vampire theme um i think looking back at the project um like stop breathing is the song that like represents the album as a whole. Yes, agreed. Like the highlight, agreed. and I think, wake up, filthy. Half of it is because of obviously the song is crazy and the energy is insane and what he was talking about. He's the, he is the most pissed off on this song more than any other song, and the shit that he's talking about. But also the live experience, like that's the song that he came out to. Yeah. That we we it's been a while since we since we saw Car- like live footage of Cardi since yeah. for the pandemic, and he mm-hmm. came out to like this song at all of his shows. Yes, like, yes. Uh, I, I think it's actually interesting you bring that up too. Like, um, this is the song that I think 
that is the biggest it represents the album those the most but also the song where cardi like when you go into the cardi lore and you really see what he's talking about and these people that he's mentioning and name dropping some real yeah real shit real beef real he's bringing a lot of beef to the light and he's fucking he's literally lighting it on fire he's lighting it on fire and he has 14 year old yeah white kids, kids at the show saying, saying something about shaking saying, shaking Ola for a pie like yeah like they yeah. have no idea who Ola Runt is free problem child smoking on the henchman yeah yeah he's literally playing with fire i got mob ties i got fucking mob ties and yeah. that he does yeah cardi absolutely does that's the thing too and, and cardi talks about this in um his interview in double xl that came out uh earlier this year but um he's like you know like people know me for the music and everything but like i'm really in the streets i really have affiliations and i really have associations there and i can't just leave that you know yeah. he, he talks about that a little bit and i, I think it's uh it's just an interesting place that he's in. It's an interesting place that he's in. But this album, let's wrap it up here. I think this album, um, when we look back on music like 20, 30, 40 years from now, and we're looking at like albums of the decade or albums of yeah. this year, albums that change shit. This is one of them. This is this is one of them. I mean, this deserves to be heralded as much as a classic fucking. I'm trying to think of a of a uh, of an album like this might be a stretch, but Black Sabbath's Masters of Reality uh, came out in 1971 and completely changed um, rock music as we know it, making it sludgy, making it hard. The imagery, what they're talking about completely changes. You see so many black Sabbath inspired, uh, albums and music after that. And I think whole lot of red is going to be looked at in a very similar way where we look back at whole lot of red is this pinpoint. And then we see all of the influence and the yeah, footprint comes after. after it. And we were yeah. already seeing it. It's been two years, man. Like, like you, it's by far the most influential hip hop album of the last two years. Like it's not even Without, close. Yeah. Yeah. Leaps and like bounds. there's nothing there. I don't, I can't think of a, uh, of a hip hop album that's come out in the last two years that, you know, you can directly say this had, had an impact on so many other artists you know you could you could say a few of them had a light impact you know what i mean but i don't think it created a whole it didn't create like careers like literally for other Dude, artists you're so right this album literally created careers yeah for artists yeah Damn. That that weren't Damn. there that weren't there beforehand. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. That is a great way to put it. That's exactly yeah. what this album did. Any any other any last thoughts? Any last yeah. thoughts on this before we go? I mean, out? I think I said on the first one that this is like the Yeezus of the twenties. Fuck, you did say yeah. that, dude. And I think that's oh, facts. Shit. And, I, and I think that's facts. You killed that, man. <laughs> you fucking killed that. You killed that, bro. Cause if y'all go back and watch the episode, I think it's episode nine. I talked about it a little bit earlier, but like 
I mean, I have some predictions, but Tanner fucking nails the predictions. Like you fucking you you are on point with that. Yes, I felt this, it, bro. This is the Yeezus of the 2020s. Yeah. I totally agree. Because when did the Yeezus come out? 2013. 13. Yeah. Because yeah. at, at that time, like that, the sounds that were coming off of there was just yeah. so left field. Kanye was like, "Here's a Twisted Fantasy, Cruel Summer, Watch the Throne." But by the way, I'm about to fuck y'all up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It kind of had similar uh, aggression. Yeah, similar aggression. Yeah. Oh, it makes you just want to grit your yeah. teeth. Yeah. Which <laughs> made sense as to why Cardi will put Kanye on the album, too. Kanye is still listed executive producer of this album. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay, man. I, I think I think we've covered a lot of bases. I think we've covered what we need to with this album. If yep. you all have any other opinions, thoughts, revelations, comparisons for this album, drop them below in the comments or hit us up on Instagram or Twitter at Soul Serum. Man, subscribe to the main page, the TV page, uh, TikTok, Discord weekly twitch streams coming out every wednesday come join us come hang out listen to some music merry motherfucking christmas yes sir god damn it happy holidays hanukkah kwanzaa whatever you celebrate appreciate you all listening uh and as always i'm your host clay bonine co-host team avis and we'll see y'all next time deuces, deuces.